Gladness not based on circumstances. Attaining it isn't always easy, but we can learn from each other and be inspired by some unexpected people, places, or experiences. Appreciate where we are and thrive in the moment. This is the necessity of joy, and I am Ayana Kernheim. another episode of the necessity of joy i am here today with my girl kadisha dallas good i can tell you about all the amazing things that kadisha is doing and has done kadisha is a language educator she is an entrepreneur motivational speaker and all around cool down ass chick <laughs> i met kedisha what seems like a lifetime ago yes. in about 2006 when we were working together at a distribution company and i think we connected on a level because kedisha was so real and i appreciated her for that we have stayed in touch over the years and i've watched her progress and I've been so inspired by her. Like, I don't think you have any idea how inspired I am by you. you. And Thank I feel you. like it, it, just watching you has even put me into the place where I'm doing what I'm doing now. And I, 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 I must tell you that I don't have a very large circle of friends, but I have a lot of women who I look up to, and you are one of them. Thank you. So I just want to say that, and I want to welcome you, and thank you once again for being here. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about your journey from corporate to entrepreneurship. Where do we start? First of all, Ayana, thank you so much for having me. Boy, Ayana, it's a pleasure. And we've known each other for a while. And it has been just superb. Because even watching your growth, just watching how we grind and keep going at it is just amazing and uplifting, even on the days where you feel like this all makes sense. It's like we just look at somebody else and say, all right, you know, we started at a place where we're trying to find our footing and here we are today doing our different things, but doing what we're passionate about. So I'm very happy that this um, is just a platform where you're giving persons a voice to really, you know, um, pour out something solid, something that is joyful and real. So persons can understand the journey to joy is not necessarily paved with um, rose petals, paved with rose <laughs> petals, nor honey and dew, yeah. but it has a lot of what you call in Jamaica we call it maca, yeah. but it's like spikes yes. and they stick you really hard. But um, I've always wanted to just be a free spirit and do what sets my soul on fire. Um, growing up, I always dabbled in a little bit of everything just because I had parents who always tried their hand at everything. My father owned a pharmacy. He owned a car mart. Um, my mother, she did decorating. She did baskets. She did all sorts of things. When I was going to St. Andrew High School for girls, I was doing eyebrows. I was shaving eyebrows <laughs> to get my lunch money. When I got to sixth form, I said, okay, can't believe I passed my C-sec, because I never know how to pass C-sec. 
I was um, really Kenisha. No, you seem but, like such a high achiever. Like no, I am, but real academic. I'm quirky, genius. so I'm always joking around and giving jokes. And you know, I remember my accounts teacher always said she's wasting everybody else's time. But even in all of that, I had a level head to know that you know I want something out of life. I always joke around and tell my friends that I wasn't born rich, but I'm not going to die poor. I'm going to die full, you know, mm -hmm. doing everything that um, every all the talents that I was giving, I'm, I'm going to use them fully, you know. Absolutely. So when I was in sixth form at Andrews, I used to wake up every morning and make burgers for my friends to sell them. What? That was my lunch money for the week. Wow. Every summer, my mother would send me to somewhere else to work. I used to work at a hairdressing parlor. Because my mother said, you have to have a skill. You have to be able to do something. Because if you can't do something with your hands, then you will never have a passive income. You'll never, you'll always depend on one thing. Mm -hmm. So even though I found my knack really early, which is teaching, mm -hmm. I never know I would. Um, I love teaching. I love kids. I love to help persons to find their fit and to find just their joy and their passion mm -hmm. and to live in the truth of their purpose. Ah. And... As I journeyed through life, you know, all the experiences I had working with you at, at the distribution company, um, going to Spain to study, going to France, living in Puerto Rico, um, going to Cuba and losing all my luggage, oh my didn't know what to do. I've been through a lot. And finding the joy in the jolts and the jam of life, Ayana, has been hard because I'm human, mm -hmm. but it gets easier because I've learned what it is to be emotionally intelligent. Mm. To tap into my personal prowess and to also tap into my social cues. Yes. Okay. Because I know I try every day to know about me and I try to understand persons by observing, not taking everything personal and just making sure that I approach situations with wisdom mm -hmm. it doesn't always work mm -hmm. and with every mistake you make up to just get better learn more and to amplify your knowledge in such a way where you are so much more aware of what is around you and what's in your space that you become a better person by default you know and i've taken all those lessons with me into entrepreneurship because being in the nine-to-five world, I always felt restricted, mm. but I always knew that balancing your passion and your profession is something that you have to try to be purposeful about so that when you launch out fully into entrepreneurship, you are just an eagle soaring mm. or else you're going to have to pivot in every way, shape and form and it's going to make you feel as if flustered, yeah. but you're just going to have to do what you have to do. How do you kill that fear? I must say that I suffer from the fear of not being able to provide for my children if I embark on a life of entrepreneurship. It's one of my biggest fears. Boy, Ayana, I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be a forever fear. It's never, ever going to leave you. It's going to diminish, absolutely. But you're always going to have that little sting, that little prick. Um, but I think that when you set... When you set yourself up in such a way where you know that you are putting your eggs into baskets that are solid and purposeful, 
you know that you're never going to be out of commission. You have to take some reckless faith. Mm -hmm. You have to take some risks, mm -hmm. but you have to be on the calculated side of those risks. Yes. And you're not going to have everything how you want it all the time. Yeah. You're going to hear a lot of no's. But how you deal with the rejection? <laughs> the rejection is like uh, it bowl you over. Because I've tr I, 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 I hate rejection when it comes to business. I hate when you put, when I, I put, I used to, because I've embarked, as you know, on working on my own. And I've been in and out of the corporate world doing consulting sometimes and then getting, having to go back to a nine to five when business slows down. And the rejection after pouring your heart and soul into proposals can be so... It's hard. It's dreadful. Listen, you know... Like when a child is in a water or in, in the pool for a long time mm -hmm. and your fingers crimple. Yeah. It's like working so hard at something and then to hear somebody tell you, I'm sorry, but we won't be able to do it at this time. It's like, like I was saying to you before, Ayana, it's like it punches so hard in the face, you never know that you could turn around to get your teeth back to, to talk again. Mm -hmm. But what I do, I've learned this and I tell myself this. Whatever is not mine, if God don't want it to work out, it's not going to work out, Ayana. I cannot mm. control everything. Yes. That's the truth. And when I realize that I can't control certain things, I realize who is in control. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you think something is for you, and on the surface it looks like, yo, but I could jump into this. It looks so exciting and so exhilarating is mine. And guess what? There's something even better for you, or there's something more for you to learn. Mm -hmm. So it's either I'm going to deal with it, and we'll come again, or I'm gonna die in it and just be devastated forever. And I can't afford to die and be devastated. You can't. Being devastated forever is just not on. Mm -mm. It doesn't, it just, uh, that means I wouldn't have any tenacity. Yeah. That means that yeah. my determination would be a foregone conclusion. And then what? Yeah. My daughter looks up to somebody who is a quitter. Yeah, no. And even no, in my heart, no, no. if I feel like I want to quit Ayana, I find something to go again because guess what? Every day I think about what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. Gratitude. Gratitude is something Listen. that really has been fueling me more than ever. Even in the simplest of situations, I would be very inclined to get annoyed complain. and complain. But I have been very intentional about being more grateful absolutely focusing on gratitude than on complaining and i used to always hear people saying you know one of the things you need to do is find some things that you're grateful for and it will set and it sounded like a wusa like blah blah sounded, blah right it sounded at the time a little yeah, bit ridiculous but i can tell you that i am living proof that doing that it really works. helps it works i'm going to tell you something so something happened to me today so i recently because I believe in doing the right thing at the right time. Mm -hmm. Something called seasonal alignment. Because you have a lot of different things that you'd love to do that you just want to jump on and embark on. But is it the right thing at that moment for you? Timing. It may not be. Timing. And it's not that you can't do it, but not now. Mm -hmm. Last year, I jumped onto a project that I felt very passionate about. Um, doing some journals and planners. I remember. And they did very well. And it's like I went on a high and, you know, I went ahead and I ordered more journals and being so happy 
in the process, I didn't realize that I had to kind of pause within the process mm -hmm. to capture the bigger purpose. Mm. What do I mean, Ayano? I ordered this ton load of journals, right? And it's now April. All of them aren't sold and they're dated. No, I felt like fumbling and crying and, you know, just beating on myself. And I said, mighty God, what is this I did? You know, I mean, I sold a good amount. Um, it went well. The reception was great. And I said, but Kenisha, you have to, sometimes in the process of being an entrepreneur, when you're on a high, you have to pause in the process and introspect or else you'll never hinge on the purpose. You'll never hinge on the progress to see that, all right, you have to have foresight. Because of COVID, I didn't know that the journals would have taken so long to come. Now that they're here, a lot of persons, a lot of business persons approach me and say, boy, I love it. But I gave away so many journals already. I wish it wasn't dated. Mother's Day coming up, I want some gifts. I have to be trying to convince them that, listen, um, it's still not too late. Because, you you know. can still push. And then, lo and behold, somebody got the package yesterday and she said, my God, I love it. She said, I just love the idea of the bag and everything that just comes with it. Yeah, because I believe in excellence. Yes, yes. In entrepreneurship, if you're doing it, the money important in the you need the money. But if you're not going to build that foundation where you want to build the foundation on integrity and excellence, your product is not going to have any longevity. Mm -hmm. Your business is not going to have any stamina. There's not going to be any substance. Because what are you known for? Now I can dabble into different things because persons know Kedisha as a Spanish teacher. And so you will that, trust my product. High standards. Exactly. You are, you are associated with the highest standards, the most professional. Exactly. And people, people, people treat you as how you present yourself, Ayana. Yeah, yeah. So if you can present yourself as a riffraff, then <laughs> you're go it's just like being a, being in a nine to five. Yeah. If you're going to do the nine to five because you want to please your boss or you're doing it because of somebody, you, entrepreneurship is not for you. Yeah, remembering your why. You have to have that Seven reason. levels deep. You have to have yeah, that man. reason. Um, I was reading a book called Mil Millionaire Mindset and it talks about going seven levels deep. So I said to myself, Kenisha, why are you doing this? Because I will want to work on my own. But why do you want to work on your own? You keep asking why until you dig so deep, Ayana, that you find that gem mm -hmm. that will forever glow even when situations try to dim your shine. What's your gem? My gem is knowing that my success will help somebody else to be successful. Mm, yes, absolutely. You know, I get a lot of pleasure out of that. And I did not realize how much pleasure I got out of helping other people to become successful until I was given the responsibility of managing people. Mm. Seriously, it is such a, the word I'm looking for is privilege. It is. To be able to manage people. Um, and of course, in the work that you do, you know, you interact with mm -hmm. your students. What is your approach? What, how do you get a child or even an adult who has decided to take on language education, focusing on learning a foreign language? How do you get them to find that passion, that joy? Because I was telling you before we started recording that my kids just do not like foreign languages. And it's <laughs> such a 
It's such a disappointing yeah. because I love languages. And you and, speak Spanish well too. And I mean, I'm a little rusty now, but yeah, I, you know, I certainly would have wanted that for them. But guess what, Ayano? You know, so my approach is this. You see, because I'm so passionate about teaching and learning and interacting and engaging, I normally do a exploration session with every student and never take on anybody if I feel like I cannot meet your needs. I never take on a client if I realize that you're doing it for the fanfare. I have to know that there's a little something there that kind of, yeah, I kind of want to do it a sort of kind of because I believe in meeting people where they are. Mm -hmm. If you are not a hunky-dory, flary person, because I'm very... Um, expressive and I love use I love playing on words yes, and yes. that's just me. Yes. If I realize that's not your personality, I am very observant. I was telling you about that thing called emotional intelligence, Ayano. I try to be observant to a point where I know how to skin a cat. So I know where to hit you. I had a student today who, after the two week eats the break, he was just giving a pure attitude. Mm. And then guess what? It's like I had to find a way. I had to observe his body language very quickly and find a way to reel him in and get the work done. Mm. By the end of the class, he was chuckling and just having a little smirk and a little smile. And I said, okay, then. You want him over. Right, because guess what I had to do? I couldn't walk into the classroom and be saying, bueno, entonces, lo que vamos a hacer hoy es que vamos a hacer el pretérito, el imperfecto. He's going to be like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So when I realized that his brows knitted, as soon as I said, buenas tardes, I said, okay, here we go again. <laughs> Let's see how I'm going to deal with this one. Mm -hmm. So it's always a balancing act of studying the personality, still getting the job done, or trying to meet them at their objective, yeah. but at the same time, giving them grace. I have to give my students grace, Ayano. Grace if they don't feel like today, but still do a little thing What here does that look like? What does giving your students grace look like? Understanding that uh, I don't need to be... Um, <laughs> Pressuring them. I don't, need to, I don't need to hover over them with a big stick and say, we have to do this today, we need to do this today. No, slow and steady wins the race. Mm -hmm. The moment that you hit them at a point where you motivate them and inspire them and understand them, and then give them a little bit of tough love. They will work with you to get the job done. Mm -hmm. So it's just giving them grace to know where they are at on a particular day, but at the same time, using the right strategy to get them to learn. Because sometimes the students don't always know what's good for them. No, because like your children. Exactly, because even adults, when I interact with adults, they'll say, oh, I can't the class they're not feeling well. And I'm saying, all right, let us meet for at least 15 minutes. So I still meet them where they are. We won't mm -hmm. do the full hour. Let's meet for 10 minutes, just so you can hear my voice, see me, something. You will feel better after. You will feel better after you wheel and come again and you come out of the funk of just being tired or just fed up or just whatever you're feeling mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we're going to shift gears a little bit. Well, not, not too much of a shift of gears, but talking about you now you and your passion projects as mm. far as your publishing Mm. And how did you decide, not even how you decided, but what led you to doing your first publication, which I bought, by the way? Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that book, Ayana, Sorrow Soothers, Mind Pleasers, and Victory Verses, 
When I was in France, I love to write. Writing is my therapy. I love writing poems. I love documenting my journey because I believe that there is power in learning about somebody else's mistakes. Why would you want to make the same mistakes? Why can't you just learn from somebody? You no make your own reinvent. mistakes along the way. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing I say to somebody. Why are you afraid to pass on information? Why you want to hover it and hug it up and hold it up? If somebody say, where you got that top or that dress, why do you not want to say? If, uh, let me tell you something, Ayana. Publishing my first book, I made so many mistakes. Mm. And I've met so many persons who I run into them and tell them, Don't listen, do if you're going <laughs> to write a that. book. <laughs> and somebody said to me, Kadisha, you really tell me all of this? I said, but why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why would I want you to make the How same mistake? How would it mistakes? serve you? How would it it's serve so me to keep it? It's so funny that you said that because I had the it same conversation with somebody the other day. So one yeah. of my purpose projects in general, Ayana, is just my thing for my company is... Helping persons to position their passion to populate their purpose. Mm. Yeah, because we all have a passion. Yeah. I ever hear some person say, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what my purpose is in life. That's so, always so wild to me. It's wild. But guess what? Why well, forgive them grace to, to know that yeah. they really don't know? Yeah. Sometimes it's right in front of your eye. Mm -hmm. Have you ever made a mistake and you're like, but I saw that mistake coming. How did I make the mistake? Mm. It's yeah. just that... I think that, and it's one of the things that I drilled down in, in the journal and planner that I did. Mm -hmm. It's just knowing your why. Yeah. Why is it that you wake up every day and you feel like you have to go on? Yeah. When you can recognize your why, you can start praying and meditating on your purpose. Then you can go into full discovery mode. Sometimes when you go into discovery mode, Ayana, you, you, I'm getting to realize that, but uh, everybody is doing it. That turns you off. You are unique, even if everybody's doing Absolutely. it. You have your niche. You have something else to bring to the table. Yes. There is something in it for all of us. That is so true. I remember when I was going to embark on starting the podcast, you know, I was like, podcast, I don't know, what do you have to talk about? You know, Come like, on. what do you have to say? But, you know, getting into it and really looking within, I realized that the thing that I've focused on is really trying to help persons to help me find that joy that I am looking for and that I know is attainable, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like sharing those stories that you talk about, your experiences with publishing, giving your students grace, taking calculated risks mm. as you embark on entrepreneurship, all of those things, using, using your platform to help others, me, you doing the same exactly is is is, a, is, a, is grace and a blessing it is for whoever is there to absolutely. receive it absolutely because i know there has to be one person who you'll hit yeah there has to be one life that you'll change there has to be one mind that you'll permeate you there has to be if you if if you are able to at least impact one person you've done enough i think i've done a lot i've started mm-hmm a lot of times people say that wild thing like, if I can just change one person's life, I'll be good. Mm -hmm. That's not true. You won't be good. Mm -hmm. When you change one person's life, you're going to go in pursuit of changing a thousand more. Mm -hmm. And when you go in that pursuit and you realize that you hit a brick wall, you're going to get demotivated. But what will motivate you? The fact that you have something so deeply ingrained in you, Ayana, that you can leap because from a position of lack, you go into a mode of leap. Yeah. We are in a position of lack now with COVID, you know. Everybody's brainstorming and finding ways to leap into something more, into 
a different kind of survival and thriving mode that will mm -hmm. allow them to still be comfortable and happy. And you won't find it every day in right. everything, Ayano. But I always wake up and say, hmm, boy, Lord, I thank you that I even wake up. Ayana, waking up is a big deal to Listen me. Listen to me. Because you're not... Life changes in a split second. Oh my goodness, Ayana. it's so... That is... That has never been truer or more true because I can tell you, I... A, earlier, a friend of my family's, I understood, I found out rather, that he had a stroke and this was a very young guy. You know, and it was... I'm, I, even now as I'm saying it to you, I can't believe it because he's a very young person and he is going through a major health crisis. So the fact that you are able to, I tell my children this all the time, you can walk, you can talk, you can hear, listen, you can see. Listen. You have your wits about listen. you. We have shelter. You can reason. Oh my gosh. You can eat. You have food. It's a big it's, deal. It's so, it, for some people, these things are basic, simple things. But they, if you change your perspective about the very mundane, everyday things, and you focus on the fact that these are all major blessings, you start feeling so much better. Absolutely. And guess what? It's an inner choice, you know. You either fight with your mind or you love up your mind. Mm-hmm. So you either go and fight and tussle with your mind and say, well, I'm complaining and I can't be bothered and I don't have this. And you're looking at somebody, I always tell persons, the worst thing that you can do for your growth is to compare yourself to somebody else. You will never grow. You know, they said you comparison will is a thief of joy. Oh my gosh. It is a thief Once of you joy. start to go into this hole of comparison, you are going to be hollering for help. And, and I, I think we should probably kind of um, not... Not say that you should not look at certain people who you may admire and say, I can get to that point. Absolutely you should. But you should not be saying, oh, I don't have this or I may not be at the level that a particular person is at. And as a result of that, I am going to be totally bogged down and bitter about it. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to give you a practical example, Ayano. Yesterday I was talking, I was doing a coaching. Well, I don't call it coaching. Yesterday I was supporting somebody. Um, they wanted to start wellness. And uh, I noticed that they changed their Instagram page, put on their wellness name. So I just felt prompted to call them and I say, um, what else are you doing? And, you know, the person said to me, boy, things not going good. I'm not selling anything. It's so, I said, stop. I said, all right then. Did you look at all the persons I sent you on Instagram? You can use those as your starting place. Look at how they present their Instagram page. I said, why don't you change your Instagram setup? Try to go on Canva. There are so many free things out there. Go on Canva, create a logo. Canva it don't is have amazing. to be. It don't have to be a logo that you're gonna use forever. You know, but start somewhere. Yeah, I use it. For I said, my why don't artwork. you exactly? I said, why don't you create um, a Google, an email, wellness, so-and-so-and-so, at gmail.com. Start there. Ayana, it's okay to compare, but you have to be careful not to let it eat you yeah. away. Yeah. And don't let it eat away at your purpose. Yeah. Comparison can either... cripples your progress. There you go. Yeah. Comparison can either catapult you to your place of greatness, or it can eat away 
at your greatness and make you just be in this position of grime. Mm -hmm. And you're like, where am I? I'm forgotten. Boy, everything is against me. No, everything is not against you. Did you even try to face your fears and start? Mm -hmm. Just start. Yeah. And I, after I'm talking to that, that person, you know, they said to me, Jesus, it's true. Wow. Why didn't I think about, I said, change your Instagram tiles. You have all these tiles where it's your picture and, you, huh, 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 mm -hmm. and you're posing. Start new. Yeah. You can't delete everything, so start new. Fill your thing with content. I said, don't watch likes. Be consistent. Yeah. And that is the thing about us nowadays. We, we, we watch and wait for applause and forget that consistency. You have to do the work. Consistency, you have to Ayana, do the work. is that what is will work. connect you to that a is place the work. of success. That is the work, Kedisha. Even when you feel tired. Yeah, man. If you fall down a little bit, wheel and come again yeah. and push and go through. You, must. you see, consistency and discipline, and that even starts with how you start your day. Mm -hmm. I personally, everybody is different. And I respect everybody's, you know, their their mode of their modus operandi. But for me, I have to wake up at 4:30 or 4 o'clock. I pray, I center myself, I go to the gym. Then I start my day. I check my phone then. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you get up and just a little distraction, Ayana, it just creates a ripple effect in your day that you lose yourself, you lose your focus, you're wondering, all right, um, you don't know your head from your tail, you just, your kids are out of whack, you're at home now doing everything, so you have to have more structure, and it's like time just teeth away everything that you could have accomplished. And you waste your time doing some things that are not going to get you towards that goal and that joy that we're working towards attaining. Absolutely. I've had to find so much joy in life, Ayana. I was abused at a young age. Nobody knows that. Very few and far between persons would know that about me. Wow. I'm not complaining about it or talking about it. And if I dive into it, probably both of us would be crying. But is that what I'm going to focus on? I had to heal, move forward, and know that, Kedisha, you're living your best life no matter what. Even when you feel sad, just wipe your tears. Of course, I will line it a little bit, you know, but I'm going, my turnaround well, time gets human. quicker and quicker. Thank you. You are human, so you actually Give, have to I believe allow in giving yourself. myself grace. Yeah, man, you have to, and because you can't be giving it to everyone else and Absolutely. not doing it for yourself. Absolutely. And that's why I always tell persons, especially being an entrepreneur, Ayana, sometimes when you have to pull yourself away from the crowd and take a back seat and just easy, mm -hmm. don't feel bad for doing it. Yeah. Do it. Your body's going to thank you for it. Your mind is going to smile because of it. And your outer actions, what you portray on the outside, is going to just ooze joy because of it. Give yourself time to stop, rewind, recoup, reflect. Then you can get to revamp yes. everything. So let's talk a little bit more about the entrepreneurial journey mm -hmm. and for persons, you know, some of the guys who might be thinking, all right, I want to step out on my own, but I don't know if the time is right. Because a lot of the times mm -hmm. I feel like with, I, I don't want to say, use the word um, fair, but we are oftentimes waiting for the planets to align <laughs> and for things to just be That's true. this this thing that we might perceive as perfect. Exactly. 
how, what would you encourage or what advice would you give to someone who is now thinking of stepping away from the nine to five? What are some of the things that you did to get For you to where you are now? Boy, Ayano, I don't have it totally figured out, but I've learned so many things along the way that I would redo if I, if I could. The first thing I would say is know where you're at in your life. What do I mean? Are you at a place where you're paying rent? Are you at a place where you have so many loans on the books? Are you at a place where your expenses are so much more than you can even manage? Are you living hand to mouth? Um, is your side hustle a passion or are you just trying a thing? Know where you're at. Start from where you are. Know that if you're in a profession, first you have to find out what is a realistic balance. Because if you are at a place of work that is paying you, I believe that you should put your efforts properly and strategically into doing your work and doing it to the best of your ability. The other lull time that you have, you put that into your passion or put it into the hustle. But it is very important to know where you're at. Be realistic. Don't look at entrepreneurship like glitter and gumdrops. It's okay to be in a job and love it too, you know? Yeah. It's okay to be in a job and still have your entrepreneurial pursuits, but you do it within good reason. You can't be unfair now. Mm -hmm. Even if you're in a job that you don't like, the point is the job is paying you. If it's not paying you what you want, the point is it is paying you. It is doing something for you so that you can do something more when you put your shoulders to the wheel and be smart. So I would say it is okay to want to move. It is okay to want to make that entrepreneurial step or, you know, dive into it. But do not dive in without a life jacket. Never you dive in without a life jacket. You have to know what you're about. You have to clearly have a plan. Even if it's not a full plan, have some sort of a plan. Do not just jump up and leave because, oh, I want to do my own thing and be my own boss. It's not glitter and gumdrops. It's a process that is going to be painful, that you have to brace on something. I brace on my faith and my determination because I know that I must make it. Mm. Sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm going to try to dabble in this and dabble in that or, you know, but I've learned that seasonal alignment is where it's at. Yeah. It's not everything that is good should be done right now. Right. Some things have to wait. As, an, as somebody who is in a 95 and you want to shift to being an entrepreneur, you have to realize that you can't do everything all at once. Start by attacking your goals quarterly. You have January, February, March. Mm -hmm. Then that's one quarter. April, May, June. And I always talk about having welterweight goals. Those are the small attainable goals, Ayana. Mm -hmm. I, I remember doing a nine-to-five. I had a things to do list for my business and I had one for my job because my job was very important too. For sure. I had to do it and do it well. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lower my integrity or my excellent standards because I well want to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. No wisdom. Do everything within good reason. Yeah. Right? And if you're having a problem, know who you're talking to. Know who is feeding into your ears and telling you, well, I think you should move. No. You have to be wise. 
being on choose those choose. persons who you choose who you yeah, who you elected to share listen i always your say no passions with absolutely one thing i always say to persons curate your crowd carefully mm -hmm. a curator chooses the best pieces of art to yes, showcase you know yes so to you create to create curate those friendships your crowd carefully and guess what if you realize somebody is not speaking your language or chewing your gum that's okay don't vex with them. Maybe they don't know how to write now. Yeah. But guess what? You and, have to know where one, to exit. And one other thing I know too, that sometimes relationships that you may have, these friendships may also be seasonal as well. Absolutely. Going back to the seasonal alignment. Claro that que si. <laughs> that claro. Is, claro. That is true. Because, and that's the thing that I think somewhat, sometimes we do, as humans, we don't want to come to reality with the practicality of what is in front of us. Yeah. If somebody slip away from you and you know within good reason that you did all you could, it's okay. Yes. Maybe you and them will come back around. Maybe they serve their purpose and they have to go. Some people are for a season. Some persons are for a lifetime, Ayano. Yeah, yeah. You understand? And the persons who are for a season, just respect the season, work with it, keep it moving, keep your heart clean. Because I always say, if I feel a little way about something towards somebody, I sit down in the Ayano, I'm going to talk to God about them and say, you know, so I kind of feel a way, but I know I shouldn't feel this way. So let me think it through. I think things through. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think it through because we have good reasons sometimes to feel upset or to feel away. Yeah. But you have to not project every single thing on persons. Yes. Sometimes you can deal with it and talk it through with yourself and say, all right, let me see how I handle this. Because it can be fixed. Yeah. We can work it out. We you definitely know? can work it out. And I feel like we owe it to ourselves to always try and work it out. Absolutely. Like that. Work it out with your job. Work it work out. It out with your, it, work it out with whatever you're trying what, to pursue. Exactly. If you want to leave for your 95, work it out properly. Yeah. Have a plan. Have a mentor. That's a big deal. Have somebody who has gone before you and did it. You can always learn from persons. Absolutely. Kedisha, real amazing words of inspiration, Kedisha, always. What do you see yourself doing in the next five years? And do you think you'll be at the point where you would be able to say, I am fulfilled, I am really now joyful in the place that I have chosen and the path that I've taken? Is that your goal? It is my goal. Um, currently, the... Um, the umbrella company is the K Dallas Good Limited, and there are five brands under that company. Um, my main squeeze, which is teaching Spanish and French and translating, educating. Then I have um, empowerment conversations where I help persons. Um, I believe that once I stretch a hand to help somebody else, somebody else can help somebody else, and it will all make us better. Um, I also have... Uh, this thing where I love to do creative stuff. I love to invent things. I like to, I like to do hands-on projects. So in five years, Ayana, I want to see the company running solidly. I would love to help young persons to realize their potential by having them on my team. I would love to reach that place where... How important is that for you? Very important because I feel like it would lessen the damage of mental weariness and mental drain. A lot of young persons are mentally drained because they can't keep up. They're mm -hmm. trying to keep up. You don't need to keep up. They need to understand that you can move at your own pace and be fulfilled. 
I can say to you that when I studied in Spain, what inspired me is reading a book called The Seven Day Weekend, mm -hmm. where the businessman, he ran a huge company. Yeah. Where, oh, you know that book? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a great book. Yeah, that book inspired me in an unimaginable way, yeah. Ayana. Yeah. Because he empowered persons yeah. to work for him. Yeah. He didn't, you know that he just couldn't slack off because you'd be doing a disservice not only to yourself, but to the person who put their faith in you. But the, and you know what I, what I really took from that as well? That you have to also maintain impeccable character. Absolutely. You have to be true to yourself. Yeah, man. And that's why I always go back to emotional intelligence. Not all of us have it. You have to know how, you have to be socially competent to deal with social relationships. You have to be personally competent to know who you are, know yeah. what trigger you, know when to walk away. I've done a lot of business with creatives here in Jamaica on the island. And let me tell you something, Ayana. I've been burnt. I've been disappointed. I've been sad. Mm -hmm. Of course, I could have cussed and gone the most way. But what I did, walk away yeah. from my character, my peace of mind. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. I lose the money. All I have to do is learn and pick up and moving. So in five years, I'd love to see all those brands functioning independently, just doing well independently, financially, in every way. And at the same time, helping persons to know that you can dream and dream big. Dream big doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur. You can go all the way up the professional ladder in a company and do well. Yeah. If the company does well, I believe that the faces behind the company can feel fulfilled and do well too. Because I mean, at the end of the day, not everyone, is this a fair statement? Not everyone is cut out for entrepreneurship. Nope, it is a fair statement. What comes with entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's not everybody's cup of tea. And guess what? If that's not your cup of tea, go drink some coffee or drink some soda. That's okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And we need to understand that it is okay to not be an entrepreneur. No? It is okay, Ayano. You know how good it is to know that you have a health card at the end of the month? Mm. If, you're told, if, if your teeth chippy can go to the dentist freely, yeah. you think being an entrepreneur, listen, I always go back to Boot Stewart. Boot Stewart had his, his, um, he had the, the, his baby. And then he branched off into so many things. Guess why? That baby was going to get big anyway. Yeah. It wouldn't be his baby forever. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. the same thing with entrepreneurship. You have to fail many times before you really find it. You have to fail many times before you find your feet. Yeah, that's it. Fall down seven, get back up eight. Okay. Yeah, huh. roomy. Absolutely. Kenisha, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. It Always was my pleasure. gems, gem, pantapa, gem, pantapa, gem. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank uh, you for having me. And I, thank you for this platform again. I love it. This is the start, I know, of an amazing, amazing journey for you. And I see nothing but success in Thank your future. You. The necessity of joy, pursuing entrepreneurship towards attaining true fulfillment and happiness. Talk to you guys next time.